Hi, welcome to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving. Today, we are launching our Youth Self-Compassion series where we will discuss self-love, self-compassion, and the importance of both. In last week's episode, we talked about COVID-19 through the lens of self-care. In this series, we will dive even deeper into the importance of self-love and self-care and how we can implement it in our day-to-day lives. Two of Tharika's youth team members, Malvika and Anya, will lead us through this journey of self-love and self-care. So without further ado, let us begin. Hey everybody, welcome to the youth series for Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving. It's Malvika here with my friend Anya, and I think today calls for a subject that's very close to my heart, self-love. Especially in high school, I feel like we've kind of normalized self-deprecation and being dissatisfied with ourselves. Everyone seems to think that they aren't enough, and it's almost weird to come across someone who doesn't feel this way. Even in middle school, so many students are worried about high school and college. They feel that if they mess up once, they will not achieve their goals. They don't think they're good enough. That is why self-compassion is something everyone needs to practice. To prevent people from knocking themselves down, everyone needs to take a moment to think about everything that is amazing about themselves. That's so true, Anya. It's really worrisome to think that even in middle school, students are stopping themselves even before they've really gotten started. I think self-compassion is actually something that I love to talk about and I'm so fascinated by because it's something that I personally have been working on. Being overly dependent on our friends or being afraid to be alone can feel really normal after a while. And I think many people don't even realize that they need to make a change in how they see themselves. Truth is, it's made a big change in my life to see myself as my own best friend. I read this somewhere probably a year ago. It said to give yourself advice if you've faced any conflicts as though you were someone else, like a close friend. What I mean is like, I know a lot of times if I'm mistreated by someone or I'm mad about something, I might go to rant to a close friend. I probably know what she's going to say. Oh my god, the audacity. Just ignore her. You deserve so much better. But I'd still go to her anyway because that reassurance is always nice to hear. And sometimes, if I'm irrationally unhappy or upset, I might just tell myself that it's okay to feel the emotions and let them pass so I can move on to better and more important things. Anya, do you think you might have found any tricks like that? What's helped you stay confident and self-loving in the face of doubt? Like you said, Malvika, reassurance from friends, but also family. Friends will always be there for you, but the connection with family is stronger. Many teenagers probably think that telling your parents or siblings anything sounds childish, but the connection you have with your family shows that they will always be there for you in your bad times. We also need to have a connection with ourselves, hence self-love. Something that has really helped me is thinking of myself as another person. How and what would I do to help myself? Like how your best friend would help you. I think I've made myself a bigger part of my own life, if that makes any sense. I've been making my experiences less about other people and their effects on me, and more about myself and how I respond to the changes in my life. I think it's important that we change the way we frame our feelings. For example, saying, I feel upset because I feel like blank has broken my trust, rather than blank has broken my trust and hurt me. 
Society is always focusing on what other people think and not what every individual thinks of themselves and how they are feeling. People are constantly saying things to hurt others, but we can't change someone because we want to. It only matters how we view the situation. Do you want to be positive or negative? Self-compassion can shape us into people with a purpose. Exactly. This might seem like a minor problem, especially since we have the freedom to think whatever we want, and it's easier to pin the blame on others even if it feels right. When things are going wrong with our lives, we can always say it's other people's fault. But the truth is, our thoughts are translating into our words, like when we explicitly tell people that they're to blame for the problems in our life. And in a way, we're teaching ourselves that it's optional to take ownership for our emotions and that it's best to play the victim in any given situation. I feel like this is both unfair to other people in our lives and also ourselves because soon this might just become our go-to reaction without even realizing it. To unlearn this bad habit, I've been putting a focused effort into asking myself, how can I move past this when something in my life changes and I feel upset? It might be true that other people's actions are to blame for my predicament, but what can I do about that? Change is always happening and a lot of it isn't that great. This is especially why we have to stay away from reacting to every single thing and focus on ourselves instead. This is definitely easier said than done, but for me, it's helped immensely to just work on the way that I think. Given a couple of months, the mindset and actions seem to just follow. Something we can do to focus on ourselves is to find our passions and develop them. We can use this to not only focus on ourselves and not others, but use this to find things we love about ourselves. I love that I'm good at art, or I like that I do my best while baking. We find new hobbies that make us feel good about ourselves. It can change how we feel about the world too. If we lose hope in ourselves, we go to the negative side, where we think that we can only do things one way, failure. I've also realized that figuring out our passions and working on them makes us spend our time in much more meaningful ways. I've definitely heard this line more times than I can count. Every day, I wake up and go to school and come home and do homework and go to sleep. It's like I'm stuck in this pattern that just repeats for weeks and weeks and I'm so tired of it. Sounds horribly monotonous, doesn't it? These kinds of lives are what makes us ask the question, why do we even exist? Just to follow some preset track of life? I don't think so. Finding something that we love, whether it's the creative arts or science and math or an instrument or advocating for civil rights, it's incredibly liberating and exciting. Many people dread being alone because when they sit alone with their thoughts, that's when they think about all the losses and negatives of their life. In my experience, this is also a big reason why people can't bother to really spend time to get to know themselves and be comfortable by themselves. Sometimes we forget that the most important relationship in our lives is the one with ourselves. In order for that relationship to be meaningful and interesting, we need a passion that can both challenge and fulfill ourselves. In the end, this is all we're trying to say. One. Spend more time alone and appreciate yourself.
Two, treat yourself with the same compassion you give your best friends. Three, take ownership for your emotions and become as emotionally independent as you can. Four, figure out your passions and spend more time on them. These are lessons that anyone could benefit from. When we acknowledge our strengths and appreciate ourselves, we achieve more. And when we achieve more, it becomes easier and easier to love ourselves. This in turn feeds a cycle of self-compassion and success that I doubt any of us wouldn't want to live in. All we have to do is kickstart the process. You are listening to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation. As part of our youth series, we will be releasing new episodes every Friday, so make sure to continue to check those out. We hope you enjoyed this podcast, and thank you so much for listening.